let's segue into using life experiences as life lessons that we learn and looking at it why me and instead of start thinking why not me so situations are always going to come but how you react to that situation is also going to set you apart and it's going to pave a way for your path forward plan welcome to mindfully chaotic i'm amanda marie new england-based intuitive healer community builder, manifestation artist, and founder of Wicked Smart Wellness. Life is a journey unique to each and every one of us with ups and downs and curves and an infinite amount of possibilities. I know firsthand what it's like to feel defeated, but I've learned how to challenge life and create opportunities and abundance for myself as I move forward down any and every path I choose. My intention is to guide you to harness your own power to create for yourself the journey that you thought was only possible in your dreams. Growth does not need to happen alone, so between myself and occasional guests from the community, I will share with you the tools to shift your mindset, strengthen your intuition, and bring forward all of your intentions. When you live and speak your truth, what you say and do will manifest. Thank you for listening to Mindfully Chaotic. Life is great but it can also be difficult. Setbacks, obstacles, loss, these are just some of the things that can happen in our daily lives. These feelings and emotions that come along with them are real. Grief is real, but we cannot let grief determine our future. We cannot let grief control our life. As a visionary life coach, motivational speaker, best-selling author, and host of the GEMS podcast, Genesis Amaris Kemp understands this. She uses her story, her loss, her grief, what she has gone through on her own journey to help others find ways to take what it is that they have gone through and use it to become the pilot of their own plane. It's with great pleasure and great honor that I introduce to you today's guest, Genesis Amaris Kemp. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Mindfully Chaotic. Today, I have the pleasure of sitting down with someone who has quite a story to tell. She's dealt with some things in her life that she decided to pull together to move forward and share with others to help them as a visionary life coach, motivational speaker, podcast founder and host, as well as an author. So today we're just going to like bounce around, have some conversation, you know, the usual way we do it, where we just flow back and forth, (laughs) but First, I'm going to start off by introducing to you, with great pleasure and great honor, Genesis Amaris Kemp. Thank you so much for having me, Amanda, and hey, all you lovely uh, Amanda followers. I'm super excited to be here talking with you today. Thank you so much for joining us. And I'm really excited. I I mean, we honestly just met and we're already flowing. We're already vibing. So I'm looking forward to seeing where this conversation goes. But before we get into that, I want to give you a chance to tell us a little bit about your story, about what brought you to this point today and why you take what you've done to share with others. (laughs) Okay. So I'm laughing laughing because I also worded that kind of weird. (laughs) No worries. So I'm sure we've all been on this roller coaster ride called life. It's a hell of a ride, depending on what is thrown at you, what type of curveballs. 
So from being a victim of bullying in high school to going through depression to going through systemic racism and oppression at work. And then um, most recently, three different losses of back-to-back with family-wise on top of losing my corporate job from oil and gas. So it was like, boom, boom, boom. And then boom. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this has been a hell of a ride. And I was like, when is this roller coaster ride going to be be over with? Because I'm no longer having fun. I just want to get off this, this doggone ride. So all of that in my life has brought me to the point where I am now. One, being a visionary life coach, because if you don't have the vision, then how are you really going to see the path out in front of you clearly? Because you have no direction. And people perish for a lack of knowledge and lack of direction. And why would you want to do life where you're just going through the flows and the emotions? Because then you're just existing versus living. And I want to live life on my terms. I want to achieve everything that i been placed here on earth to do. And I really want to live according to my purpose and my mission. Then what brought me to becoming an author was just going through so much junk at work to the point where I did hit the periods of burnt out. When I would pull up in the parking garage, I would literally roll my eyes. Some days my stomach would feel like it was doing somersaults and I would just cringe at the thought of working for that particular oil and gas company because I knew how they were treating me was not conducive to how everyone else was being treated and it wasn't right but whenever they pay you super good and you get all these bells and whistles then you start to become complacent and you just kind of overlook certain things when in actuality you shouldn't have to overlook those things because you spend the majority of your time at work so you should at least be happy where you work and not have to take second second guess or you know or settle for less when you know you were created for more so that's the author piece And then my podcast journey really started in November of 2020, Amanda, when I lost my dad. So I lost my dad due to medical negligence. I was mad as hell because it could have been avoided, but everyone knows um, all people cared about was the pandemic. But what about somebody who went to the hospital for their blood sugar levels being elevated and they didn't have COVID? Why weren't they seen as a priority? You have to look at both sides of the spectrum. And I don't care if you have insurance or not insurance, if you're black or you're white, you still treat somebody as a human being. And at the end of the day, you signed up to um, take an oath and make sure that you are helping those patients. And I feel like my dad didn't get the help that he deserved. And that led to a stroke that led to him having a bed sore, going to rehab, not getting better, and some other things up until the point where my dad came home and I became his caregiver to do home health along with my husband and my mother. And it's a lot, especially when you are juggling work and home life. And you're like, what do I do? Because everything is just coming down on me hard. So sometimes things happen to you, but they also happen for you. So let me know if any of that makes sense. (laughs) I know it was long-winded. No, I think that was a great way of putting everything. You said a few things that I want to like specifically highlight as we move forward. And one of the first things was about how 
that that comparison, that spectrum of like existing versus living. I think that that's a super important thing to touch upon because we do live in a world where we tend to, like you said, you become complacent with what's going on around you because it's comfortable, because it works for you in some type of way, ignoring the ways that it doesn't work for you or what it can be doing to you. And honestly, like some of the stuff that you've recently gone through, that's absolutely terrible. And you're standing here strong though, moving forward and using it, like you said, which is what you just mentioned at the end here, how to kind of use it as a door, as a segue into something bigger and better, like when it's not necessarily going so well and not allowing some of these setbacks to keep you back. So that's like a really big one that I like. And I'm trying to think of how you just, I, in my train of thought, I lost how you worded it. I liked how you worded it. So I'm like, I'm like, what did you, um, cause I was like trying to keep all of those thoughts. You know, sometimes when you're having these conversations you're like, okay, ooh, I love that. Ooh, but I also love that. I want to come back to this. That's what you just did to me with everything you just said. I'm like, you said everything really well there and I appreciate it. So, you know, maybe that's kind of where we'll start living versus just existing. And then we can kind of talk a little bit more about using those doors as an entryway into something great, as opposed to letting it hold you back. Awesome. So let's break down living versus existing. Somebody who's existing is just going through the mundane emotions. They're going through the flow. They're checking a box, whether they're at work, doing their nine to five job, they're doing what is required of them. They're not going above and beyond because they feel like they don't have any ambition and what's the point? Because if they go above and beyond, are they gonna get more respect on their check? Meaning, are they gonna get a higher salary? Are they gonna get a raise? Are they gonna get a bonus? No, so why work harder if I'm gonna be paid the same amount of money? Another thing, um, just going through the emotions is maybe that person has IS imposter syndrome. They're so busy comparing themselves to other people, whether it's their family members or their friends or societal norms, because everyone is so driven by social media and they see all these glamour pictures and videos, but they fail to realize that those people had to struggle to get to the level of success that they have now. And they're not always going to put their start ugly moments on social media because it's not cute. It's not conducive. It's not it's not going to be welcoming, but I would rather appreciate someone who tells them, yeah, I had some star ugly moments because I sure as hell did. Depression, who wants to go through depression? Being a victim of bullying where it takes you to a dark place. Being the skinniest I ever was in my life. I was like a triple zero at this one store called Buyaka. Um, face dealing with acne. No one wants to, you know, go through all those things because you don't feel pretty and you just feel like okay I constantly need to be like that girl over there like Susie Becky Brittany or Monique who has that flawless glow it's like glow up everything is just oh her body is nice and snatched oh wow she had a baby and she just looks phenomenal but they don't know she may have had a personal trainer or maybe she had a surrogate or there's so many other things but the pressures of the world just make you just kind of scope by in life and some people say skate by scope by get by or however you're doing it you're just kind of <laughs> flying through life by the seats of your pants right now living is really tapping into your goals turning those goals and dreams into realities putting a date next to your goal so you can work on achieving it taking trips 
get outside of your state. If you've never, if you have never left your home city or your state, you're not living life because the world is so vast. There's so many beautiful places to see. So why are you limiting yourself? And going to the local beach, going to the amusement park, yeah, that's that's a vacation, but that's like a more like a staycation. I'm talking about see the world, go to Abu Dhabi, Dubai, Puerto Rico, Venezuela, the Caribbean, wherever. I love to travel. And I guess it's because I'm first generation American. My dad was South American and my mom is Caribbean. So I've always been afforded to experience my parents' cultures. I've never been to South America, but it's on my list, but I've been to the Caribbean several times. That's a part of living. You're taking life back. You're not letting life take you back. You are grabbing it by the horns and reining it in and doing something that is going to allow you to build a sturdy foundation, build your own empire and leave a legacy, one that you could see now and future generations can see. That's a part of living. So if you're here to live and get outside of your own way, get outside of your head, get outside of your comfort zone and really level up to be that man or woman you were destined to be, then that's a part of living. If your dreams aren't scaring the bejeejees out of you or the living crap out of you, you're dreaming too small. It's time for you to dream big and think beyond. Stop looking at the past because the past does not depict your future. Start looking at why the windshield is much bigger than the rear view. And that's because your destiny is bigger than your past. Wow, that was so well said. Like, oh my gosh, I am feeling so many types of ways about all of that because here are some of the things that were coming to my mind, just like while you're going through this comparison. You asked the question, like, why? You asked the question, why? Like, why are you not living pretty much? Why are you not doing what you love? And the thing is, you know, why are you working in a job that doesn't make you happy? Why aren't you traveling or leaving your hometown? Why are you staying with people who bring you down? Like any of these things we can ask that why for. And I got to be honest, a lot of people will say, you know, because I deal with anxiety or depression, you know, because I've been bullied, because I don't have the, the, the funds. I don't have the funds to be able to travel. I don't have the time because I work so hard. And yeah, you know what? These are all wonderful excuses. <laughs> like I say that with love. I say that knowing that it will bother people when they hear that, because like the thing is, I get it. We've all made these excuses. We've all been there. These are all things that do happen and it's real. And I'm not taking it away from people. And I'm not I'm not trying to invalidate anyone's feelings and say that it's not okay to fear these like these things and it's not okay to feel these things. All of those things are okay. It's all right to be afraid. Like you said, if your dreams aren't scaring the bejesus out of you, then you're not really even dreaming. You're just kind of living to existing. Live like you're just living to exist instead of living to live. So it's like there are ways to do these things without while still sustainably living in the society that we live in. Because we do live in a society where like money unfortunately matters because you gotta live. You gotta be able to pay your bills. We may have family to support. We have ourselves to support, but there's still ways of doing things in affordable ways. If you want it enough, 
you can make that happen. There are still ways to feel and be sad and, you know, heal and deal with your feelings that you have and the things that have brought you down and acknowledge the things that hurt and the obstacles that set you back without actually letting them control your life and being able to move forward. There's ways to leave a workplace that isn't satisfying you or making you happy. Even if it's as simple as sometimes, sometimes maybe even if, if you're working in a job that doesn't make you happy, that, and you're like, well, I need to work a job. No one said, leave your job before finding a new one. Like you can still be working towards that goal while working the job that doesn't make you happy. So yeah, that's why I, again, I say with love that the only real reason why you're not doing what you love or what you dream or what would make you happy is because you're finding an excuse not to. And if you keep having those excuses, then all that is doing is keeping you in a holding pattern and keeping you from achieving your dreams because you're allowing those limiting thoughts and beliefs to cause you to remain stagnant instead of taking that leap of faith, taking that jump, because what's on the other side is failure, success. What's on the other side of, you know, stopping, going? There's always something on the other side, but you have to start the climb in order to see what's on the other side because it's not going to come to you, but you have to go to it. And for example, think about a farmer. A farmer is not going to be able to reap his or her crops if they never sow. So what are you sowing? Where are those seeds being planted? Are you sowing them in the right community? Are you sowing them with the right people, meaning your tribe? Is your tribe there to support you when you're at rock bottom? And are they there to support you when you're at the mountaintop? Know the difference between givers and, and takers. There are sometimes people who attach themselves to you for what you have to provide and they will just take and take until they can't take anything else and they suck you dry or they're blood suckers like a mosquito a mosquito is going to come suck your blood once it gets enough it's going to go on to the next person or leeches they leech onto you so they could get what they need and once they're done they discard you like a piece of used toilet paper no you have to know how to set up boundaries, set them up as well as enforce those boundaries, because that is going to help you live life and not just go through the emotions. It's not time to play it safe. Think about all those um, tombstones in the graveyard. How many of those people played it safe because they were too, too afraid to rise up and be the man or woman that they were destined to be? So their dreams withered up and died inside of them. That's really intense when you put it that way, like really intense and it very true though. Because the thing is, if you just allow people or not even just people, like thoughts, feelings, our own, because you mentioned imposter syndrome before too. Sometimes we do do it to ourselves. Usually it's based on some form of trauma in the past that we've like endured that makes us feel this way about ourselves. But sometimes that's just simply the inner voice and the ego that we have going anyway. So like you said, if you are out here and you're just kind of giving, 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 giving to everyone else's cause, but your own, when they're done with what you need, what are you left with? I mean, when they're done with what they need, what are you left with? Cause like people take what they need and move on. 
So what are you supposed to do when you're just sitting there if you haven't set yourself up for anything else? And if you're not constantly, like you said, it's about that whole, what are you sowing? Where are you planting these seeds? What seeds are you planting? Are you allowing yourself the chance to be able to move forward in the type of way that you want to? It's, there's just so much that kind of goes along with that. Yeah. And another thing I want to talk about is let's segue into using life experiences as life lessons that we learn and looking at it. Why me? And instead of start thinking, why not me? So situations are always going to come, but how you react to that situation is also going to set you apart and it's going to pave a way for your path forward plan. So for example, me, I lost my dad in November of 2020, found out that I was being laid off um, from global supply chain. And I had a sub I have a supply chain degree. So I have my degrees actually in supply chain and logistics and technology with double minors in purchasing and organizational leadership and supervision. And I was working on a proprietary project that was a new role that I built from the ground up. Then on August, 20, August 29th, 2021, I lost my grandmother on my dad's side. Then January 23rd, 2022, I lost my mother's mom. So my grandmother on my mother's side. So I started to see what lessons did I learn from the grief, because you can have grief from losing a loved one, from losing a pet, from losing a job. And there are going to be different ways that your body reacts to grief. And there is no right or wrong. Re there is no right or wrong reason on how to grieve. You have to go through the emotions on your own term in order to get to the other side. So those things happened to me. But how did it happen for me? It happened for me to stop relying on my dad so much because he would start my car every morning. He would put, um, make me a fresh cup of tea, load up my water, put my purse in, put my backpack. Um, he did all my car maintenance stuff. And mind you, I have a husband. My husband could have done all this stuff, but my dad just wanted to do it. And I'm my dad's baby. So when my dad passed, I had to stop relying on I, I didn't have that person to rely on. So I had to, you know, put on my big girl panties or my sexy panties or whatever you want to call it and get the stuff done for myself or ask my husband to do it. When I lost my job, I learned that, okay, my job is not, is not the end all be all. It was a source to provide for my family financially, but there's always other sources that will come into fruition. Whether I launch my own business, whether I go into consulting or whether I take the skills and talents that I have now and monetize them because what am I good at? I'm good at event planning. I'm good at logistics. Every industry needs somebody in logistics. I know how to purchase and procure certain um, materials. Customer service, I'm good at talking to people. I could you know, do a customer service job or whatnot. But it also taught me to humble myself and never be so consumed in your job that you lose your own personal identity because your job took over who you were and you were trying to fit their mold and not necessarily yours. That's a lesson there. When I lost my grandmother, I thought about the fond memories 
that I shared with her. I taught about the things that she instilled in my dad who was able to instill it in me. And I thought about the fact that she traveled from Minnesota to Texas to come to my wedding in 2018. I thought about how I had to humble myself and give my grandmother a bath whenever she needed help. That's a humbling experience because when you get in your 80s, you don't want someone bathing you, looking at your private parts, especially from a grandchild to a grandmother. That's a different type of relationship. So I learned humbling experiences. I learned to swallow my pride. And I also learned to um, appreciate the people that you have in your life and don't cry for them whenever they are passed on because you didn't appreciate them when they were living. With my mother's mom, I had a different type of relationship with my grandmother. I got to tell her a near and dear secret that will be released to my community in due time. That's super exciting. I got to share life with her. I was able to travel home to the Caribbean. And I was glad that I made the sacrifice because I didn't see her in four years. Part of that was pandemic and part of it was financial reasons. And because I was so busy working and I don't want to spend $1,500 just to spend two weeks in the Caribbean. I want to spend three weeks and really enjoy my time because days fly by so fast. I also learned that, you know, my grandmother was super religious and she loved all 11 of her kids, even though some passed on, but she um, celebrated the memories with her grandchildren as well as her great grandchildren. And I learned that family is so important and you can't help who you're born into, but you can make the best out of the situation. So even though I was going through grief and it sucked like hell, y'all. I learned something from each one of the different stages of grief that I endured and the different losses I had. And now I could take those memories and they will always be inside of me and I could cherish them. And I could also look for ways to build upon their legacy, like podcasting. I could talk about my grief journey to help somebody else who's grieving. I could talk about the relationships that I had with my grandmother, because some people have never met their grandmother or they've never never had those relationships. And I could talk about different um, wisdom nuggets that I've learned along my journey and share that with somebody else. And if I just touch one soul and one life, then I've done my part because I don't know who that person is going to go on and touch. And that's when you know that a ripple effect is coming, that domino effect is coming because you chose to have those courageous conversations. You chose to engage in the difficult conversation and you chose to share your experiences because they just weren't for you, but it was for the world so the world could learn and grow. And it also allowed me to connect holistically, mind, body, and soul. That's beautiful. Thank you very much for sharing those examples because you were able to just sit here and share some personal, intimate, like scary, sad, very dramatic moments in your life. Like these were very like, like on the spectrum of, here's the thing, each day we all have, life is a journey and the, each day is a journey, not just life itself. Like each day is a journey from when you wake up to when you go to bed and so forward. And every day there's, a, there's like a whole spectrum of good and bad things that are gonna happen. And sometimes things are a little bit more dramatic than others. Like 
And that's why I love that you were able to share this because you gave us an example of some really intense things that happened to you that put you through what like some very intense grief that could have left you still mourning and still kind of tucked away like in bed right now. I mean, I don't know how you handle grief, but I know that sometimes when I'm at my worst, like I don't want to even turn the lights on and I have my blankets covering me and I'm stuffing my face with food. I'm like you could be doing that, but you're not. You're here having this conversation. So I think that that's a great example because if we can look at someone who's who can you know take the grief from losses like that and see how that you handle that then i think it can put in perspective how to handle some of the things that don't even matter as much like how many times it goes along with that saying like don't cry over spilt milk because how often does something simple happen that all of a sudden you're like oh my god worst day ever week worst week ever worst month ever why me why me why me like you said why 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 not why me why instead of saying, why me? Let's figure out why. Yeah. Why me? Why did this happen? What is this going to do for me? For example, you're running late to work. You're already running late to work. You overslept today and you missed your alarm and you didn't have a chance to make your coffee. So you thought maybe you would stop for coffee, but there's no time. And then you hit a pothole and something happened to your tire. And now you're even more late for work. Why did this happen? What's going on? Or I stubbed my toe. I stubbed my toe. That ruined my day because my pinky's now bruised. And oh my gosh, why me? All these bad things always happen to me. Maybe it's a humbling experience to show you that. Like, you know what? How did you, how do you deal with it? You got to learn how to deal with it. It sucks. And these things suck, but we do have to learn how to deal with them. So that's why I really enjoy hearing stories from people who have gone through some of the more intense things in life and have experienced some of the more intense losses. Because if you can get through that, we can get through being late for work or stubbing our toe or spilling that milk. Yeah, absolutely. And I like that you talked about don't cry over spilled milk because the milk has already been spilled. It's not like you're going to go like slurp it up from where it spilled at. So just <laughs> leave it there and move on. And instead of worrying about, okay, yeah, trivial things, worry about the things that really matter because materials can always be replaced, but a life cannot be replaced. So ask yourself, are you living in the superficial or are you really gonna go beyond the surface level and really connect with somebody at its core? and appreciate that person while they're here. Give them their flowers while they can enjoy them blooming. Celebrate um, your loved ones, whether it's your husband, your partner, your kids, your dog, whatever, your cats. Because sometimes we take people for granted until they're laying in a casket. And then we wanna cry and boo-hoo, but they can't hear you because they're no longer here. You know what? And I feel like that also goes for ourselves. Sometimes we take ourselves for granted until it's too late. So it kind of goes both ways. You could actually use that as a great example too, where you think about like, what are the things that you wish that you said to someone else? Like, what are the things you wish you told them? What are the things you wish you did with them? And you're sitting here and you're wishing, wishing, wishing you did that with them. And there's no going back because it's too late, but you're here which means it's not too late to do the things that you wish that you would have done or that you could do or the things that you're holding back on for yourself. So I feel like loss and death specifically, I mean, loss and death are two different things because there are a lot of things you can lose, obviously, but um, 
putting them kind of in the same category, thinking of just death specifically is definitely an eye opener because when you're sitting here thinking about the things that you wish what you did with someone else, you can also be thinking about the things that you wish that you're doing that you're not and stop making some of those happen. And it's easier said than done. I get that. Like, it's so simple steps, like one step at a time, baby steps. Like, I'm not saying that you should just hop on a plane tomorrow if it's not in your financial means, but maybe start planning that trip. Start building up to it. Don't let yourself keep holding yourself back from things that you wish you could do so that in the end you're sitting there and it's no longer possible because time has passed, life has passed. And I don't like to think that there's ever a point that it's too late, but unfortunately there are some things that are time sensitive. Absolutely. And I also want to highlight the fact that if you've always wanted to do something, but you were so used to doing things with other people, then start doing things by yourself. It's okay to be by yourself. If you want to go out and eat, but none of your friends could go, take yourself out to eat, dress up, and you could just sit at the bar and look cute. If you want to go on a vacation and you can't find a travel buddy, there's different groups out there where people who do solo travel will also connect with other solo travelers. You could join meetup.com and um, get to feel out different people and travel. Stop waiting on people to co-sign your dreams when you're the only person that really needs to approve what you're doing. If you're having um, problems with negative self-talk, for every negative word that comes out of your mouth, start to say something positive right after that. Because the more that you speak positively over yourself, you're canceling those negative thoughts at its root and you're cutting it down. Whether you need to get into the mirror and do mirror work and really have like your power talks where you're putting your hand on your hip and reciting your gratitudes and reciting your affirmations, do that and look at yourself and allow yourself to look back at you in the mirror so you could see how great you are, how unique you are, how you were created as a masterpiece and how there's only one you. So be you, don't try to be somebody else. If you are having issues, um, starting something, but you really want to try something new, join a group, YouTube it, YouTube University, it's free 99. There's so many videos out there, educate yourself, knowledge is power, and get outside of your own way. I can't stress that enough. It is time for you to practice self-care. If you're not taking care of yourself, then you're saying to yourself that you're not a priority when everyone else is. So stop putting other people before you and start putting yourself first. And that's why when you travel on an aircraft, they tell you in in the case of emergency, make sure you put on your face mask first before you assist somebody else. That's a part of self-care. If you don't take care of yourself, you're not going to be able to assist somebody else um, fully. Then also, don't carry around unnecessary baggage. That's another thing they do at the airport when you're traveling. They have you weigh your bags because if your bag is overweight and the plane is scheduled to carry a certain number of passengers, 
The plane cannot be weighed down by cargo and passengers because then the plane is not going to be able to soar to higher altitudes and reach those levels of elevations to get you to your destination safely. So do you have some baggage that you need to discard and chunk to the side because it's no longer serving a purpose in your life? Let go of that unnecessary baggage, because in order for you to soar high like an eagle, you can't be weighed down. Let the junk go. Um, another thing I want you to really think about is um, what are you watching? Is it building you up personally or professionally? Is it helping you mentally, physically, emotionally or spiritually? And if it's not, then stop entertaining it. Reality TV, those people, you know what? They've already secured their bags. Oh, and they already have all their fun. So all you're doing is making them richer while you're not achieving your dreams because you're so busy sitting on the couch watching their lives when you have your own reality in your own backyard. Hello. Um, another thing, if you are worried about your weight, what are you doing about it? Are you sitting around eating bonbons, Oreos, ding-dongs, candy? Get out and go for a walk. That walk could turn into a run or before you get to the run, it could turn up. <laughs> before you get to a run, it could turn into a jog. Start with something small. Uh, if you think of the gym as a, as a chore, don't see it that way. Do something fun. If you like to skateboard, skateboard. If you like to rollerblade, rollerblade. You like to swim, go swimming. Those are all different ways to exercise and they're full body workouts. Do something that is fun and see it as a fun activity versus another chore on your to-do list. We all have so many things to do, but newsflash, we all have 24 hours of the day. So don't be mad when you see somebody else securing the bag, but you had the same amount of time and you chose to sit on your ass and not do anything. Amen to that. <laughs> like, yes, yes, yes. You Genesis, you are speaking some truth here and I am loving it because, oh my God, so many great references. First off, just the one of the aircraft thing is one of my favorite things to go with. I, I do actually reference that a lot too with the whole put your oxygen mask on first or else you can't take care of anyone else. That's one of the best things that um, we can kind of go back to because it's so true. I've never heard that baggage one before and I was like shaking when you said it because I'm like, this is incredible. And it's so true though, because a lot of times we take with us the things that we don't need. And don't get me wrong, I believe that life, as I said, is a journey and we definitely are gonna pick up things along the way, but we have to choose what resonates and what actually is worth bringing along with us. Some things happen and yes, it's a lesson, but all you need to do is take the lesson. You can leave the rest of the thoughts and feelings and emotions and just all that fear and all of that stuff behind. It doesn't need to go anywhere with you. And wow, I'm just amped up right now. That like amps me up because it's so true. We all have the same amount of time in a day. So what are you going to choose to do with it? And I don't know. I just still keep coming back to that question. Why me? Why me? Why me? Because it could be a why me? Or it can be a this is why this happened to me. And both of those can be rooted from the same situation. And it's okay to feel the why me first? It's okay to feel those feelings and the emotions and be sad. We're not saying disregard your feelings or emotions. You're totally entitled to those, but you can't sit in them too long and try to take them along with you and expect them not to hold you back. 
So it's important to let go and release that, which is why it, this whole, like the whole idea of like where we were getting with all of this is to use that grief as a door to the next step, as opposed to using it as an excuse. Cause that's what it always keeps coming back down to. If we're taking it with us, then that's our own choice. There's nothing we can do about that. Yeah, and I guess that's a part of being mindfully chaotic because there yes. is <laughs> there's going to be a lot of chaos around us, you know, but how we choose to mind the chaos is what's important. It's also going to be what's vital for us to get to the next level. And think about it this way, times and seasons change in general and environmental wise. So if they can change, why can't we change? As human beings, we're continually evolving on a daily basis. We're getting older, some are getting wrinkly, some are getting taller, some are getting smaller, fatter, or whatever. That's a form of evolving. Um, for young women, uh, young women end up becoming mothers. Those mothers end up becoming grandmothers and et cetera. So you see that we're evolving. As you are a child, you think as a child, but whenever you become an adult, you're hashtag adulting and you're thinking about um, grown, grown a bills and you're thinking about your family and etc. That's a part of evolving. You're not the same person that you were five or 10 years ago. Well, I hope you're not. I hope you've matured and, you know, I hope you've learned from life experiences. Those are ways to be mindfully chaotic. Don't just sit in the chaos and allow chaos to take over your life. Be mindful about the chaos and take ownership over it. Yes, I'm just like really excited right now because um, this is a newer podcast. Like this episode that we're talking right now is literally episode six. And it's really nice to hear someone else's perspective on what the idea of mindfully chaotic is because you just put it into like a great set of words because that's kind of how I feel that the whole point is, yeah, life is going to be chaotic. Like, yes, bad shit is going to happen. Like it would be insane if only good shit happened because it wouldn't even feel that good. We'd have nothing to compare it to. So yeah, life is a little crazy. Life can be a little chaotic, but what are you going to do about it? Are you going to sit there and just constantly feel bad for yourself? Or are you going to take these experiences and these lessons, these moments and do something with them? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're both just like, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna level up. So Amanda and I are choosing to level up and we're choosing to be the drivers of our own life. We're gonna sit in the driver's We're the pilot seat. of our own plane. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're doing something about it, and we're here to really encourage you to start being the driver of your own car or the pilot of your own jet or plane and really own in on who you were, why you were placed here and what your reason is. And you're gonna know that whenever you fully tap into who you are. Exactly, and that's it. Ask yourself, why me? But ask yourself in a way in which it's going to benefit you. 
figure out what it is. Yeah. Figure it out, figure it out what it is that you want, figure out what it is that you desire that you dream of what will make you happy. What is that purpose? You can do it. So I definitely really appreciate this whole conversation. Genesis, as you can see, I've been totally amped up. So I'm hoping that our listeners feel the same way and I'm sure they do, but this just got me raring to go. Just thinking about all of the moments that I've harped on all of the things that have happened that I've allowed to stop me. And I'm thinking about what I can do to change that. So I hope that other people are as well, because that's all we can do. A few quick little takeaways that I just kind of want to highlight from this was the whole, you know, bad things happen, but they can be used for good. We have the power to let go of what doesn't serve us and to control the direction in which we are going. And most importantly, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again, even though I've said it a hundred times. Why me? Oh, this happened to me so that I can learn this so that I can do that and write it in your own words, feel it in your own way and allow it to empower you as opposed to setting you back. And yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. I love that. And I guess I would just add, um, another nugget here while you're saying why me say why not me because if you were equipped for it to happen to you you're also equipped for you to come out on the other side and if you think about the word breakthrough and you break it up into two parts yes it broke you but you're gonna have the grace to make it through and that's why it's called breakthrough you're you're broken for a season but you're gonna be whole again in order to make it through to the other side. That's why the word test is also in the beginning of testimony, because if you never went through the test, you're not going to have a testimony to tell. Wow, you heard it here. You heard it here, folks. That was Genesis Amaris Kemp speaking the damn truth. So thank you so much. Um, I just want to thank you for joining us. And before we wrap this up, I want to give you a chance to tell our listeners where they can find you, how they can find you if they want to work with you or maybe about your book, just anything that you kind of want to throw out there. This is the moment for that shameless plug. Awesome. So for all you lovely listeners out there, once again, my name is Genesis Amaris Kent. I am on social media as Genesis, that's G-E-N-E-S-I-S. Amaris, A-M-A-R-I-S, last name Kemp, K-E-M-P, on Instagram and Facebook. I do have a Twitter. It's Genesis A. Kemp. You could also find me on my website, which is beacons.ai backslash Genesis Amaris Kemp. All of my information is there. Um, I'm also giving away the first chapter of my book for free that's on my website. And then for all you health and fitness nets out there, just like me, because you can't have you can't have health if you don't really, you know, work at it and you can't really enjoy your wealth if your health if your if your health is deteriorating and you're not healthy so i'm doing a free health assessment on my website and also a wellness product um, because i do believe in 
nourishing your body because your body is your temple and you only have one of it. So why not put in the super nutrients and the super foods that will give you that energy that you need instead of buying that junk on the market that can over time affect your organs and have heart issues and you'll get hooked to it. So check out those free gifts on my website. Once again, it's a beacons.ai backslash Genesis Amaris Camp. And you can find me on social media and all of my info once again is on my website. And I just really want to encourage you to go out there, pick up a copy of my book. If you need a coach and you want somebody that's going to plug in and do the work and give you those hard truths, then tap in with me, Visionary Life Coach. You have to have a vision. So write the vision and make it plain. That is awesome. Thank you so much, Genesis. And I will add um, some of these links in the description as well. That way, for those of you that would like to find or work with Genesis, you can do that right, right from where you're listening. And I just want to take a moment to thank all of our listeners for tuning in. I hope that this motivates you in the way in which it motivated me. And I want to give another special thank you to Genesis for joining today. So thank you very much. And is there anything else that you want to throw out there before I hit stop on this recording? I guess I can leave them with a quote from the book. Let's yes. see. Yes. Oh, I love that. Thank you. So let's see. Here. If you have a dream and vision to achieve something, then you have the power to do it. Keep the determination and continue to run your race. You may fall or even fail, but that doesn't mean you can't achieve greatness. Get back up and press forward. And that's a quote from Chocolate Drop in Corporate America from the pit to the palace. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. Once again, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you to our listeners. I I enjoy being able to, I, I mean, I'm mindfully chaotic. I'm chaotic sometimes, just chaotic. And I had to figure out how to do that in a mindful type of way. So thank you for helping me share this with others as well, because it's, you know what? We just got to accept and live in the chaos. It is what it is. So once again, I'm Amanda Marie. We had such a great conversation today and I'm so grateful for this moment I had. This was Genesis Amaris Kemp that we were listening to. And thank you again for listening to Mindfully Chaotic. And that's a wrap. <laughs>